At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is Saturday Bet Prep here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I am not Matt Humans. I am Jeff Parles. Uh, you're going to be seeing me uh, moving forward on this program. Happy to be with you at Circa. It is nah, it's, it's Saturday on the East Coast now. Saturday on the East Coast. Still a nice Friday night here in Sin City. Uh, big thanks to the crew for being along. Brian Ortega producing for us tonight. And we're going to, look, this is going to be gonna be a fun time on these Saturday and Sunday bed preps. And, and, and look, all, all I'm going to say is, we're in the bet. We're in a, the second best time of the year for sports betting, for at least for me. Second best time of the year. In three days, we will be in the week where you have so many great betting opportunities. Conference championship week. I would argue even better than the NCAA tournament, even though we obviously all love the tournament. <laughs> to me, this is still the best sporting event there is in North America. But we are we are right in the thick of it right now, and I, I'm thrilled to be here and and bring you in to what is the final Saturday of the regular season in college basketball. Uh, a really good NBA card on a Friday where the Boston Celtics blow a 28-point lead to the Brooklyn Nets because, of course, they did 115-105. When Mikhail Bridges going for 38 for Brooklyn, we'll look, look back at that, look ahead to uh, what we have on Saturday in the association as well. And we have a lot of great guests to get to throughout these three hours Evan Sittery uh, covers the NBA nationally. Going to be with us in about 10 minutes' time. Adam Rosenberg. Oh, man. Ortega, first night of the show, we bo- we book our guy Adam Rosenberg. We go any which direction with Adam Rosenberg. But today, uh, MLB season, of course, uh, the uh, spring training well underway. Uh, we saw some pitch 
clock chicanery from Max Scherzer on Friday. So we'll talk to Adam about that and and more in Major League Baseball. And then I'm really excited for Mike Randall. An hour from now, looking at the slate in college hoops on Saturday. And then Tom Cunningham. We're going to go all over the place with Tom Cunningham uh, in 90 minutes from now. College hoops, international soccer. The list goes on and on of where we, we can go with Tom Cunningham. And we're going to be going through it with him 90 minutes from now here on the program. But again, if if you're new to VEASAN, if you're new to me, if you haven't seen me here, uh, again, uh, been with VEASAN for a few years now. Uh, produced for our guy Gil Alexander on a numbers game. If you're new to VEASAN, 10 to noon Eastern time, Monday through Friday. In my opinion, the, uh, the uh, best in the business uh, in this sports betting field, Gil Alexander. And uh, like, all right, you know what? You're, you're, you've made it to the big time. You can host your own show uh, by yourself. And we're going to be uh, going through everything over these next few months, uh, leading you into college basketball tonight and the NBA. Let's start in that slate tomorrow. Let's start there. And we're going to start right out of the gate. We're going to start in Austin, Texas. Let's go there. Let's go to Austin because Kansas, who the Kansas Jayhawks, Won the Big 12 again. They've already clinched a regular season. This is going to be a 4 o'clock Eastern tip-off in Austin, Texas tomorrow. Texas Longhorns and Kansas. Kansas clinched, as I said, number one seed. Big 12 tournament in Kansas City starting in five days from now. Texas playing for seeding in the NCAA tournament and seeding in Kansas City right now in a three-way tie entering the weekend with Kansas State and Baylor. For the number two seed right now, Longhorns lose the tiebreak to both because of losses to the Bears and Kansas State. And they need a win and some help <laughs> over, over the Saturday games in the Big 12 to move to the two seed right now. And this has been a mover all over the place. It's open to two and a half on the horns. Up to three and a half in most spots. You a little bit of three if you like Texas still in Austin in this one. And I look, I'm going to say this because this was a polarizing game in the contest that you just heard of from Matt Humans. Few guys on Kansas, including Humans and Greg Peterson, and a few guys on Texas in this one. And you know what? I'm going to be leaning. We're going to break this game down throughout this show because to me, this is the most intriguing game of the day on Saturday. I like Kansas. I know it is kind. I know it is a dead spot. It is a dead spot when you clinch a conference tournament or conference tournament one seed, a conference regular season championship, and you go on the road to a team that look first matchup was a wildly high scoring game between these two teams. Wildly high scoring. Kansas won that game in Lawrence. That was off their loss where they were as bad as they played offensively all year long in that game in Iowa State, where Iowa State beat them handily, beat them by 15. Uh, the week before the Super Bowl, 88-80 that first game between these teams in a fast-paced game. 76 possessions in that game. Now, these are two teams that are in the top third of tempo, so they do like to play fast. You are talking about two teams that Kansas just on the outside looking in the top 20 offense, Texas 18th in offense. Kansas, top 10 defense, no shock there with Self and company. Texas a top 25 defense right now sitting at number 25. It's going to be interesting to see where this total goes because it opened at 149. It went down initially to 148 and a half. There now is, I think, markets all over the place. 
Half of it's 148, few 149, and a little bit of 150. I don't expect this game to be as fast tempo as that first one, and I know that may be a little bit backwards because you're dealing with a Kansas team. Again, dead spot, already coached the league, getting the one seed in Kansas City on the road against a team that, again, I don't like have to win for a conference tournament. Texas is well into the NCAA tournament, really just playing for a two or a three seed in the tournament at this point. Uh, the big dance, not the, the Big 12 tournament. But Kansas just finds a way in these Big 12 games. And I know they already have the league locked up, but if you can get a full three and a half, it's two and a half at DraftKings right now, but there is a lot of three and a half in the market. If you can find a three and a half, I don't know how you pass that up. And it's one of those scenarios where, and again, this is you're going to hear this a lot from me on this show, especially when I like a bet and it doesn't get home. Just move on. Tip your hat. All right. I was wrong. Go to the next bet. Short memory. Short memory. That's all you need. Be like a goldfish, as we know. Uh, so two and a half right now. Uh, DraftKings, three and a half across the board elsewhere. I would very much look at that one with the underdog Kansas Jayhawks on the road in Austin uh, for that one. I want to go. Oh, we're going to have some fun here. Let's go to the Sun Belt here. Right out of the gate. Let's go to the Sun Belt. Okay, number one seed in action, and I'm going to have to get hand signals from our guy, Ortega. You don't really see the eight seed in the conference tournament only as a one or a one and a half point underdog <laughs> very often. And that's what we have in this one in Pensacola. No, it's not. Well, I guess it is kind of spring break time already. So spring break at all in Pensacola at this point. Southern Miss, the number one seed, projected to be one of the worst teams in the Sun Belt. All they did was have a 25-6 and six regular season, 14-4 and four in conference, one of the best bet-on teams in the country this year. They drew South Alabama. Now, if you go off of Ken Palm, the Sun Belt is a much better league than given credit for from, from regular people here. There are five teams in the top 100 via Ken Palm. Marshall, the three-seed in this tournament, uh, taking on Texas State on Saturday. The highest-rated team at 81st. Then Southern missed the one seed at 89. James Madison, the four seed, who was the team I picked to win that conference, uh, 96. Louisiana, the Cajuns in 97. And then 100 is this eight-seeded out South Alabama team. Now, it's it opened, one, it opened two, bet quickly down to one. Now we're starting to see the one-and-a-halves reappear. Minus 120 money line, probably maybe even a minus 115 money line. On the Golden Eagles, now look, I know this is a brutal spot. Of course, the uh, the Jaguars, underachieving, based off their metrics, finishing eighth. A team that, again, by the Ken Palm metrics, fifth by my numbers, I had him fourth in this league. I actually had him ahead of Louisiana, the, the, the uh, two seed in this league. Really just brutal draw for the Golden Eagles of Southern Mississippi. But with that said, this is early tomorrow. This is one of your early games. This is 1230 Eastern tip in Pensacola. I like the favorite. I like the one seed. I know there are going to be a lot of people out there saying, hey, there's a reason this is only one when it's one V8 in a conference tournament. People, someone knows something that you don't, all that nonsense. No, 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 no. Southern Miss is a better basketball team. And yes, even though when you pop in the metrics, at least for my numbers, it only comes to three, two and a half. 
which is, again, a very low number for a 1-8 game in a conference tournament. Southern Miss, I just, the, every year there's one team that kind of confounds what you would have preseason in the way of these smaller conferences. And they just find ways to win basketball games. This is what that Southern Miss team was. And look, their metrics are fine. They're reasonable defensively. They're top, they're top third in the country. Offensively, they're 115. Not great. Still top third, but not great. Of course, the first matchup between them and South Alabama, this is when South Alabama was perceived to be the better basketball team, 76-72. Southern Miss got found away in that game. Despite both teams shooting 19% from three. I'm no mathematician. That's bad. That's real bad from three. So those are the two bets I that jumped out immediately to me. Southern Miss, I like Moneyline. If you can get them $1.20, that's preferable. I think you'll be able to find that in the morning when those money lines really pop. If you want to take minus one, go right ahead. No problem. And then Kansas, I look, if you're getting three and a half, if they lose, if they don't cover, so be it. So be it. I understand the Texas side of things. Flat spot for Kansas after clinching the league earlier in the week. Texas, with a win, has a chance to get the number two seed in Kansas City. I get it. I think the better team, I think the better coach. Getting three and a half. We'll break these games down even further. As we go along here, here on VEASAN Saturday Bet Prep, but coming up next, Evan Sittery joins us, basketballnews.com, national beat writer of the NBA. We break it down next, here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, college hoops, NBA, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season. Where all the experts break down brackets, best bets, daily props, and plenty more. All available to you at VEASAN.com slash subscribe right now. When you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, don't miss out. This offer is not going to be around for much longer. $9.99, VSIN.com slash subscribe. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. It is Saturday Bet Prep here on VSIN. Uh, we'll have Evan Sidery in a second here. I just want to bring this up real quick on the NBA front because it feels like we have one of these every, well, what do you think, every every week at this point where a team is just blowing a ridiculous lead and finding a way to lose tonight was the biggest one of the NBA regular season and arguably the worst loss that a good team has taken all year where the Boston Celtics at home with seven and a half minutes ago in the second quarter had a 51 to 23 lead over the Brooklyn Nets 723 to go in the second quarter Brooklyn comes back 115-105. They find a way to win. Just totally ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. And the Nets, who again, whole new team for them. Just getting to the playoffs without having to play, getting a playing uh, scenario is the goal right now for this Brooklyn team. And a win in Boston, down 28, coming back, winning by 10. Definitely one way to get it on the right track. We have Evan Sidery with us right now, NBA national reporter for the basketball news. Evan, I'll just start there. I, I mean, Boston, the best team, arguably the best team in the NBA, up 28 on this new look Nets squad, and Nets find a way to win by 10. Uh, you know, even though we're seeing more blown leagues, leads in this league over this year, that's one you don't you don't ever expect to see. No, absolutely not. I appreciate the invite on the show mm-hmm. once again, Jeff. But looking at this game from tonight, a horrible, horrible loss for the Sucks. Blow a 28 point lead, like you mentioned. Over the final three quarters, Mikhail Bridges for the Nets had an outstanding game, though. 38 points, great efficiency, played great defense on Jason Tatum on most of the night as well. But I've seen them multiple times, even the Sulks are a couple times this year are a good example of this, where it seems like these teams that are really good at top of standings going against these teams that they expect to beat, they're kind of taking it easy the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. And 
I guess it's not surprising over an 82 game season. Some sometimes you see a bat, like a schedule loss or guys aren't going 100. percent But really, kind of was a situation tonight where when a situation gets steamrolling to the point where you see McKilbers make a couple of shots, you see him make a, a couple of good, great possessions on defense too, and then it just kind of snowballs from there for Boston. They can't make shots. Brooklyn makes all theirs, and it just goes from there. It really was an incredible downfall for the Celtics tonight. Not nothing I'm too worried about long term, of course, but. Like you mentioned, the trend this year of these teams really atop the standings having these kind of bad losses is really, really a weird stat trend so far this year. Evan, uh, let's look at that number one race in, in the Eastern Conference. Celtics now a game behind Milwaukee. Evan, uh, before we get to that, is this the quietest 16-game winning streak in league history that Milwaukee is on right now? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you would think you'd be getting a lot more national hype around the, the Milwaukee Bucks this year. I actually think they are right now far, I would pick them to win the Eastern Conference year. I actually have a future mm-hmm. on them as well I recently went on with them because you see with Giannis Antetokounmpo the way he's played when he's in the lineup is absolutely incredible we know he's one of the best players in the NBA but his dominance so far this year against really elite competition on these nights too is so impressive to me we see as well Chris Middleton getting back in the lineup getting his rhythm getting his offensive workload going as well as Drew Holiday we know how underrated he could be on both ends of the court Great depth in Milwaukee as well. I think is very underrated. So I love what the Bucks are doing so far. I think they're a team that I trust the most. We've seen already in the postseason a couple years back where Giannis can put this team on his back and lead into a championship. I would place them above the Celtics right now, but it's very close between them for the one seed. It's like you mentioned, only a one-and-a-half game separation between them right now. I would go from Milwaukee to eventually land the one seed there. There's the team I trust more right now on both ends of the court, but it's a really close race. Evan, that's one of those races where, look, home court uh, this year has meant a lot more than it has over the previous few years. Obviously, when we get to the playoffs, uh, it works itself out regardless of the home court. But this really does feel like if you get Milwaukee and Boston, like last year, and I know there were injuries on the Milwaukee side that played a bigger role than Boston having home court, it really does feel like that if Milwaukee gets the one seed and home court throughout the Easter Conference playoffs, they're going to make it to the finals, and they're going to look at as long as it's not Denver. They'll have home court in the NBA finals as well, something they didn't even have when they won it two years ago. Yeah, Milwaukee, they are just a steamrolling machine right now. Just that they're blowing out teams left and right, whether they be atop the stangs, at the bottom of the stangs, whoever they're facing, Milwaukee's just blowing right past them. And the, the way that they're playing on both ends of the court right now with Mike Boonholder's system, they are locked in right now completely. Brooke Lopez and Yastin and Kubo have been an elite defensive duo through really the last couple of years, but over the last 20 games or so, just been an elite sample size of how good they've been as a one-two duo inside. So deterring shots around the rim, opposing field goal percentage as well. So I think that's going to translate the most if we're looking ahead to posting possessions, a lot of half-court offense. I think we're going to be seeing a great defensive possessions for the Bucs in that scenario. Obviously, you put the offensive workload on Yastin's back as well. That works out more often than not. So, I would agree with you there. I think in Milwaukee does get home court. I think they do get a pretty easy run to the Eastern Conference Finals. If they do face the ball in Celtics, that'll be a very fun series. But I think in the end, whether it be a Game 7 in Boston, for example, or whether it be a Game 7 in Milwaukee, I actually would go Milwaukee slightly over Boston right now. But like you mentioned, I think it's going to be such a fun little race we see. Evan Sattery with us right now, basketballnews.com, NBA national reporter. Let's shift over to the West. Before we get to the top of the standings, I'll, I'll just make it simple for you. Are you concerned about the Los Angeles Clippers? 
I, I, I was last week, I would have told you no, but the more I've watched Russell Westbrook and his integration process within this Clippers offense, I am actually getting more and more concerned about this. The Clippers are 0-4 since the Westbrook signing. Westbrook's put up some good numbers. He's put up better numbers than he did for the Lakers, but you're taking the ball out of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George's hands in more possessions than you should be. I don't know why Russell Westbrook's playing 30-plus minutes per game right now. Terrence Mann is actually, I think, a better option for them on both ends of the court as far as being a facilitator, a good defender. We saw against the Golden State Warriors a couple nights ago where Draymond Green is playing 25 feet off Russell Westbrook on some possessions in the three-point line. You can't be playing four on five on offense, and that's what the issue with Westbrook's been the last couple of years. And while he is a great stylistic fit, hypothetically, next to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, I think we're seeing now he needs the ball too much in his hands to really make an impact. He's not a good shooter. He's not going to space the floor for you. So I really do wonder whether that signing was worth it or not. And I think for the Clippers' best interest, I would think in the playoffs, you'd play him maybe 20, 25 minutes per game at most. But if they continue the trend they're on right now, playing Russell Westbrook 35 minutes per game, they might be a surprise early exit, in my opinion. Evan, uh, we, we have about uh, about two minutes here in this segment. I know Denver's currently at the one seed, currently in the dogfight with, with the Grizz right now at mile high. Even though it looks like they're going to end up with a one seed, do you think they're coming out of the West, or do you think it is someone else? I would go right now uh, pretty comfortably, in my opinion. I would go to the Phoenix Suns to mm-hmm. be the one seed here. I just think Kevin Durant, Devin Booker is just going to be an elite, unstoppable one-two offensive duo. Devin Booker's first two games alongside Kevin Durant, 35 points tonight against the Chicago Bulls, 37 points last night against the Charlotte Hornets. You're seeing how easy it is for Devin Booker to be the number two option with Kevin Durant getting all the attention now. With those two guys playing off one another, Chris Paul saying to show up, DeAndre Ayton being the third or fourth option and a very efficient big man, an underrated defense to the Phoenix has a, as a collective. I think they're going to pretty much, once they get their rhythm rolling and Kevin Durant's integrated fully in their system, I think they're going to pretty much roll through the Western Conference and probably meet up with Denver in the Western Conference Finals. But that Suns offense, their potential, I think they're going to really be a bad match for Denver, for Denver and Nikola Jokic. Evan, one last one for you here. Is Nikola Jokic going to run away with this MVP race, or do you give Joel Embiid or anyone or Giannis behind him any chance of catching up here in these last six weeks? Unless an injury happens or unless the Nuggets really fall off a cliff here the last six weeks, I would definitely say I think Jokic has pretty much secured his third straight MVP. Just the way his dominance is offensively. You can run the show through him. He can grab every stat possible. You can He can put up 30, 40 points some nights. He can give you 15 assists. He can put up 25 rebounds and 20 points some nights. Just the way he's dominant in the statistical categories, he's dominant offensively. They run the whole system through him in Denver. It's just a unicorn-like situation where I think we're going to be looking back 10, 15 years from now and saying we should have appreciated Nicole Jokic and his greatness more. And hopefully for Jokic's sake and his resume, he does get a title soon enough. But with that Kevin Durant trade for the Phoenix Suns, it's hard to bet against them right now. He's Evan Sidery. Get him on the tweets at Sidery. You can find his work at basketballnews.com, a, the NBA national reporter for basketball news. Evan, thank you for joining us uh, tonight, and uh, uh, thank you uh, for joining in, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely, anytime. Appreciate it. Of course. Evan Sidery, Evan, everyone. Uh, and uh, Clippers and Kings are playing a wild game. Pelicans and Warriors, a close game that looks like Golden State's going to find a way to win. Good night in the association on Friday. Coming up next... Adam Rosenberg, betting analyst, joins us next here on Saturday Bet Prep. 
This is Saturday Bet Prep on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in. It is Saturday Bet Prep here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you from Circa, just off the Fremont Street experience. By the way, before we get to our guy, Adam Rosenberg, the Sacramento Kings do it again. They beat the Clippers by one. Two free throws by DeMontis Sabonis puts it away for Sacramento after they blew a big lead in the Kings. Pick up another big win in the standings. They're uh, assuming Denver does not blow a 15-point lead in the last five minutes. Sacramento will be one game behind Memphis for the two-seed, and the Clippers are now tied with Minnesota for seventh. How about that? Wow, what a crazy race that could turn into. Have they won? Have they? Have the Clippers won a game since Russ came? Like came on? I I mean, what is? What's going on? They were such a darling. That uh, and then that disembodied voice you just heard is our guy Adam Rosenberg, by the way, betting analyst. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Adam. No, you're good. You're good. No, I I just don't want people. People in their cars are like, whoa, second voice. Uh, just yeah. want to just want to make sure they know who you are, Adam. You gotta gotta oh, yeah, get you go. gotta 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 get your promotion right. Uh, at Hey Rosenberg, on, on the tweets, Adam. It's it's always awesome to see. It's always awesome to have you on. And yes, this is now Owen. To answer your question, the Clippers are now Owen five with Russell Westbrook. Owen wow. five. Wow. Floating <laughs> around that play-in area now too. Seven seed so. have a real chance of having to actually win a playing game and. Be pretty crazy for a team that still has title aspirations. All right, Adam, because behind you there's a Phillies hat. There we'll, is. We'll, we'll start with we'll start with baseball because look, uh, if people have listened to the network in the past, they know I'm a uh, I'm a tortured Mets fan. Your you uh, your your team uh, had the magic carpet ride to the World Series before the carpet <laughs> ride uh, stopped in Houston. But Adam, let, let's talk a little bit of baseball before we pivot back to the NBA in a little bit. The, we st- today was the first day where kind of like we everyone's seen the game moving faster with the pitch clock. We saw the the idiocy with the called third strike on the first day of, of uh, spring training with the bases loaded and a three two count in a game that ended in a tie between Atlanta and, and Philadelphia. But today we saw from Max Scherzer we saw good usage of the uh, the new rules and then we saw Scherzer get called for a balk because he threw a pitch when a guy wasn't ready. And we saw him lose a double play because he didn't get in his windup in time. How long do you think it will be for these pitchers and also the hitters as well to get used to these new pitch clock rules that are speeding up the game, but are going to also impact the game in a big way? So, you know, your your guys, your team happens to have, you know, two aces that are, um, you know, I, I believe have been pitching since um, – you know, since like expansion eras from like, you know, <laughs> pre eighties. Um, but look, I, someone like Max Scherzer is actually going to probably figure it out very quickly. Like we know, we know how his off season um, stuff is. We know like in Verlander's the same way. Um, and, you know, I remember, you remember when they did the, um, what was it? The sticky stuff thing. Yes. Max Scherzer was the one who, against, I think, believe it was against the Phillies um, where he <laughs> took off his belt and dropped his pants and said, and basically then, you know, said not only do I have nothing, but then he went out and struck out the side for the Phillies because the 
the Mets seem to own the Phillies in all months, but the last two weeks of September. Um, so, you know, I, I think that they're going to figure it out. Like, look, all this stuff is new to us, but the reality is, is that it's there for better fan experience. And while a lot of people do love baseball and have loved baseball for a long time, the type of athlete that is playing baseball now um, needs to kind of catch up with what the fan, like everything needs to catch up with that fan experience, which is expecting a little more offense, a little bit more fun, things like that. Um, so look, I, I think that there'll be, I think younger pitchers probably won't figure it out as much. I think older pitchers will probably get to it pretty quickly. It's 162 game season. There's going to be a routine. They're going to change it on. But, um, you know, Max speaking out about it was not unsurprising. And the way that it, uh, everyone noticed it in that first game of spring training, um, where you can win or lose a game that way. I don't know. The first time that that happened in the regular season, people are going to be very upset. Oh, people are going to be very angry when it happens to their team in a regular season game. You and I both know that. At some point, yeah. it's going to happen where someone is, someone's going to get called out on strikes when they're not ready or they're not going to throw it. Something stupid will happen in a regular season. And then by the end of April, it'll be like, all right, these are the new rules. The games are going two and a half hours. This is great. We're in great shape. This is going to be very, this is going to be, this pitch clock is moving baseball truly into the 21st century. I, you can't, there's no argument against it. Uh, in my case, but Adam, let, let's go. Let's go to one thing that you really like. You and I talked off the air uh, sure. about this a little bit. Uh, some guy named Machado, who just got paid a ton of money by San Diego, his odds to be the home run king in 2023, you think are ridiculously long? Yeah, I, I do. I, I uh, so everyone talking about Soto, 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 and that's fine. But the the reality is, is that in that lineup, you uh, you know, especially with like with Xander there and like he's there. Machado, everybody's got protection. So um, Machado's 60 to one um, to lead the league in home runs. And I just think that that's too long for a guy that we know has could have a ceiling of, of hitting over 50. Um, his floor is definitely around in like the mid thirties. He's going to probably be getting better pitchers. Yes. It's not a ballpark that is great for hitting home runs, but um, I just think with that lineup and with the way that the, Padres are constructed. It's just a little bit long for a guy that's, you know, arguably considered a top 10 player in the league. So um, that's something that, that caught my eye um, as definitely one that I, that I'm looking at for this season. There's, there's a lot of different folks that I think have really good things. I mean, look in the NL East, like I think we talked about too, I'm, I'm really high on Ronald Acuna as mm -hmm. well. Um, I think his, I think a bounce back is definitely in there for him, but you know, Machado just got a second $300 million deal in the span of five years and he's 60 to one to lead the league in home runs. I'll, I'll take that all day. You know, it's, it's interesting. And, and you're right. Part of it is the park factors in San Diego favor to pitcher, even though not as much as they used to, but I think that more has to do with the Padres offense is significantly better now. So uh, those numbers are going to look a bit, a little bit better. Uh, because the team that plays 81 games in that ballpark actually has competent offense now with uh, those those superstars there. Adam Rosenberg with us right now, by the way, uh, betting analyst. Uh, thankfully, joining us from the East Coast again. It's already Saturday for you, Adam. It's already Saturday. I know. We're, we're, my, we're... my kid's already going to get up in like two hours, and I'm like, <laughs> and I told my wife, I said, I'm get to be on with Jeff Farrells. This is this is exciting to me. So she, says, I, I don't well, know. she said, I don't know who that is, but it seems important to you. So well, I'm just going to let you, I'm going to let you do this. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to say your wife with the correct uh, response to that of, I, I don't know who, who, uh, Parles is. And that if, is right. You're that's excited, I'm that's excited. the majority that's of, that's said. the majority of humanity actually. Uh, uh, <laughs> thankfully so still, uh, let's, uh, let's shift over to the NBA, uh, Adam. And, uh, 
Look, the Eastern Conference right now, Milwaukee's on the quietest 16-game winning streak in the history of the league right now. Yeah. Boston yeah. Boston blew a 28-point lead to Brooklyn earlier tonight. So they're now a full game behind the box. And then just lingering around in the, in the three-seed are the Philadelphia 76ers, where, Adam, we saw last weekend, uh, Celtics did not play particularly well on Saturday night, but they found a way in Philly. It's just a shame that Embiid shot was uh, just a half tick too late because that would have been one of the better moments of the NBA oh, season if that accounted. Uh, but w- what do you think the ceiling is for Philly? Do you think they have a championship ceiling, or is this is just enough of hey when they run into Philadelphia or when they run into Boston or Milwaukee, that's when the lights go out for the Sixers. So, um, you know, I know you just had Evan on right mm-hmm. before me, and and Evan actually also he's a he's a he's actually turned me on to some things with the Sixers, despite me being a disgruntled Philly fan. Um, look, I, I agree with Evan that the bucks are the best team in the East, but, but here's what things are sort of shaping up that if the bucks play, uh, end up playing the Sixers in the second round, the Sixers ceiling is absolutely championship. If Joel Embiid plays out of his mind, he, and for three weeks, which is super capable for him every, every season, he's just had an injury happen right around the playoffs. He does that then. And that team is going with like that best seven players. That their their best seven player lineup when they have Melton going in there and they have Maxi going in there, it actually works out to be having like one of the better offensive ratings in the league and the best defensive rating in the league. Hmm. So uh, like this team can do that. The problem is is that they're on a collision course to be matched in the first round with the team that could they really want to avoid, which is the Miami Heat, because um, Spo essentially Spo owns that team and and Jimmy Butler lives rent free in every Sixers fan's head. Um, the, I, I think that the Sixers, you know, look, the Philadelphia enemy is like, wow, we're going to be two second round and out. Um, you know, a lot of us forget that that amazing Kawhi shot, that was the second round. That wasn't actually like, mm-hmm. the, we, we've still never advanced further than the pre-process Sixers did. Um, but, but again, Joel Embiid is that guy and is that top player in the league and James Harden and him play really well together. And if that, if that works and everything happens, it's a, it's a, it's a great half course offense. And in a series, it's very, very different than the regular season going against Joel Embiid seven games. Every other night is very difficult to do. Be a fascinating series. If we get Philly in Boston, I just don't like the way the, the Sixers match up with Milwaukee, but Look, Philly, Boston. Well, built, they, they were built to build, to beat Milwaukee, but they don't. They're, look, they're two and five against the top four yeah. seeds in the East. So, they, I think. I think. Look, I think the. I've been saying this. I think the Knicks are going to beat Cleveland out in the first round, like that. Mm-hmm. I'm banking on. But um, at Boston, we've been trying to fade forever. But uh, look, the, the Sixers have trouble with both those teams. At some point, it's going to click, um, and it all. It's not Doc. It, it lives and dies by Joel. He's Adam R- Rosenberg. Get him on the tweets at Hey Rosenberg, betting analyst. Adam Rosenberg, everyone. Adam, pleasure as always. Thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me, man. It's always great to catch up with Adam. We're going to keep it in the NBA next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. 
Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With UFC 285 this weekend, head over to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odds, and boost. Bet the big names on the UFC 285 card with parlay insurance. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game with Bet Rivers. Boy, is it a huge card on Saturday night? We'll talk about it a little bit later. But the return of John Bones Jones to UFC on Saturday night. At T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, what a, a fight! Him and here, him and Cyril Gain in the heavyweight championship, uh, Shevchenko and Grasso in the women's flyweight champ- championship bout. Right before that, those are two headliners. Saturday night in Vegas. Uh, I, I will be blunt; I am no UFC expert, but when Bones is fighting, you got my attention. You have my attention. And it's been a while for for Jones, of course. Uh, uh, plenty of things going on in his life. We'll, we'll just call it with that uh, over uh, the last few years. And now, uh, again, back here with uh, with Jones back in the uh, octagon. Last time we saw him was in Houston before the COVID-19 pandemic really took uh, center stage, uh, beating Dominic Reyes in Houston, February 8th of 2020. So it's three whole years since we've seen him in uh, I, plus one fifty on gain is intriguing. I almost would consider that right now. Again, no UFC expert, no UFC expert uh, to say the very least. All right, let's uh, let's uh, go into uh, let's go into the NBA here because I, you know what, this game just went final as we as uh, we go here. I have had enough with the I've had enough of the Memphis Grizzlies. I've had enough. I've had enough of them. They get smacked in the, in the second half in Denver tonight. 
They now a six-game lead for the Nuggets in the Western Conference. A 113-97 win. Jokic 18-18-10. Another triple-double. Ho-hum for for Nikola Jokic. 22 for Jamal Murray. Look at MPJ with 26. Look at Good for you, Michael Porter Jr. Doing some things. Uh, Other than John Morant, really, uh, and and Desmond Bain, who didn't even shoot well. Really a no-show for Memphis. But, uh, look, I've had it with the Grizzlies. I've had it enough. Enough already. Enough already. I don't care that you're the number two seed. I don't care that you were the number two seed last year. I don't care. The way that the Grizzlies yap and the way that the Grizzlies just talk about how good they are. John Morant, of course, did the infamous interview. If you were, yeah, I'm good in the West. Good with that. With how Dylan Brooks is turned into this NBA villain. He's not a good enough player to turn into the NBA villain he is. And now the Grizzlies, who again are closer to being, with the, with the win tonight for Denver, are now closer to being in the play-in than the one seed. They are the team you want to face if you're in the Western Conference playoffs in the first round. And everyone's probably listening right now out there and be like, Jeff, the Kings still exist. Have you watched the Kings and the Grizzlies play basketball the last two months? If the Sacramento Kings, if that team was, oh, I don't know, just south in California and L.A., and they wore uh, uh, purple and gold at the Lakers. If they were just the Lakers instead, they'd be looked at as the NBA championship favorite. But because the Sacramento Kings haven't been in the playoffs uh, since uh, kids that are freshmen in high school now, 2006, 2005 for Kings, last time they were in the playoffs, Sacramento Kings are an excellent basketball team. I don't have a chance to win the NBA title, but... They should be. They have a shot to win win a playoff series against the right draw. Maybe even two. Be hard for them to get win three, but they're really good. Then you have Phoenix, Golden State's winning winning games now. They're up to five. You imagine the Clippers will win a game at some point again. But I've had enough of the Memphis Grizzlies. Bet them at your own peril at this point. Bet them at your own peril. You look at the futures odds right now in the NBA and look. The, the Phoenix Suns are proper, properly the favorite in the Western Conference. They should be the favorite in the Western Conference. Kevin Durant looks healthy in his first two games back. Devin Booker's played at the level of a top-five player in the two games with Kevin Durant. It's going to be hard to stop those guys. It'll be hard to get stops against them. They're the rightful favorite in the Western Conference. I don't care that they're the four seed. I don't care that they might have to play Golden State in round one. I don't care that they have to go to to uh, Denver for the second round. I don't care. They should be the favorites. They're the rightful favorites. I'm very happy to have my plus 850 on them to win the Western Conference. And plus 225 at DK. But the Memphis Grizzlies are sitting at fifth at plus 750. They're the two seed. You know what the Sacramento Kings are right now, DraftKings, to win the Western Conference? The Sacramento Kings are 35 to 1. These teams are separated by one game in the standings. And again, I I will ask the question, and I understand, like, look, there's liability things. There are, there are, and there's name, and look, even if people won't want to admit it, there's name recognition. There's a reason the Los Angeles Lakers, who are currently 11th and not even in a playoff scenario, and who knows when we'll see LeBron again, are 15 to 1 to win the Western Conference. And the team that is the three seed, well on their way to avoiding the play in. And right now, look like, to me, 
the third legit look they're the three seed they look like the third or fourth best team in the western conference right now are 35 to one now i look i think that's worth a small bet i do think it's going to be hard for them to win three playoff series i don't think they're good enough to beat phoenix in a seven game series i'm not sure they're good enough to beat denver or healthy golden state in a seven game series but 35 to one and look, I, there will be people that will be out there like, oh, you're probably better off betting them in the series prices. Don't get cute with that. This is one of those where I don't think you're going to get 35 to 1 if you roll it over. Because I don't think they're going to be a big enough underdog as you as as you would like if you're looking to do a rollover. I don't think. Maybe they will be. We'll see. Again, I'm, no, I'm not a mathematician here. But it is ridiculous that the Grizzlies... And I'm not even going to bother with the ridiculousness of the Lakers being $20 shorter than the Sacramento Kings. We understand why that's the case. But the Kings being 35-1 to and the Memphis Grizzlies, who again have accomplished nothing, this group, they've accomplished nothing. You won a playoff series last year. Woo-hoo! And quite frankly, it's a series you should have lost to Minnesota. That's all you've done. Even the Buffalo Bills, who were proclaimed to be the Super Bowl champions throughout the season this year, at least they made an AFC title game, This that group. Man, I've had enough of the Grizzlies. Really have. I, I, and, I, and I will, I really hope, and I don't think it's going to happen because I think Golden State's going to end up out of the play-in scenario at this point. I would have been loving it if you gave me a Memphis and Golden State 2-7. I would have loved it. That would have been the best betting opportunity in a long time. Even though, okay, Golden State may, may, may have even been favored as a seven seed. But Golden State is, when Curry comes back, that's the team to be scared of in the West as well. Sacramento, Phoenix, Denver, Golden State. Those are the four teams I think that come out of the West. The Clippers, like I just, the Russ move was just so bad. And it has not worked. And they're not gonna. They're not gonna. Not gonna buy them out. It's just not how it's gonna happen. And they're gonna have to find a way. But I'm concerned they're gonna get stuck in a play-in, and then you end up with an eight seed and have to play Denver. And I think Denver matches up pretty well with them. So I don't. I don't like that. And then Dallas. They are what they are. If two of two of the ten most talented players in in the world. It's all a matter of if Kyrie wants to play and are you getting enough defensively out of that team. But I don't I don't think they're good enough to win three series to get to the finals. It's Phoenix's to lose. And Memphis is not to win. <laughs> Had enough of them. Dylan Brooks comments earlier today on Draymond. I mean, get out of here. What have you done? Draymond's been a key cog of multiple championships. What have you done, Dylan Brooks? Just shut up. It's not worth it. Not worth our time. Grizzlies, by the way, lose to Denver on Friday night. Nice, comfortable win for the Nuggets, who extend their lead in the Western Conference to 6. 113-97. Denver gets it done. The Nuggets, again, the second favorites in the West, despite being a one seed because of how mighty the Suns look. And, boy, two very good outings so far with Kevin Durant for Phoenix. Plus 340 on Denver, plus 225 on the Phoenix Suns in the West. Golden State, 6-1. to one. Clippers, plus 650. Memphis plus seven fifty. Don't waste your money. Dallas nine to one. Lakers fifteen to one. Definitely don't waste your money on that. And then the current three seed Sacramento just lurking there, thirty five to one. I don't know if they're going to be good enough to win three, but 
Boy, that is a juicy number on a team that I think is very easily missing the playing playing games at this point and could very easily end up as the three. It'll be fascinating to see those Western Conference playoffs as we roll along here throughout the last six weeks of the NBA regular season. Mike Randall of FTN. We're going to be looking at the full day's worth of card and college basketball with Mike next here on Saturday Bet Prep. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.